Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. And welcome to the pre-show. It is finally Friday. It's June 9th. It is 5.30. Thank you so much for checking in with us and, and just getting this weekend started. Uh, looking forward to the weekend. It was kind of a long week on, on this end. Uh, ready for just some relaxation. I don't even have a whole lot going on, but I, I'm going to need a day or two to recover from that very sad loss last night from the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, it was a tough game last night, and, and I know you're breaking everything down next hour with what's trending and all the details of the game, but yeah, uh, that, so game four will be tomorrow night back in still in Florida, so yeah, that was a tough one last night. Yeah, but I tell you what, man, that Florida crowd, not as excited as the Vegas crowd. No, and, and just their whole things that they do in there, it's like, wow, that's all I heard was the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, wow, this is uh, exciting. But you know what? It's not about that. It's about what happens on the ice, I guess. But yeah, I agree. The The crowd just seemed kind of lackluster. And then, yeah, gosh, it just looks so good for us. I it, I really thought, oh, okay, we're 2-1. The period's almost over. Just get through this. Just get through this. And then they scored. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And, <laughs> and uh, Florida's record in going to overtime is like 8-0. And oh, I'm is like, it really? Yeah. I was oh, like, oh, gosh. no. Don't drop that stat uh, on yeah, us. Yeah. So uh, it didn't work out so well. But And I'm not trying to, like, just whine and complain. But, again, and this is the first time it's happened with this commentating team that I've noticed. They were just, like, really giving words of advice and encouragement to uh, Florida, which they're just like they can do this they can really make this a series and i'm like hey what about the good things we've been doing why are you ignoring that again it just really annoys me yeah what about the vegas golden knights have a chance to sweep the series and, and take all four games and win the stanley cup it's seen it's a, it's such a different narrative and um maybe we're just we know more heightened and aware of it because we're in las vegas and Probably. that's the team we're rooting for and maybe the rest of the country doesn't see it or if there are two completely different teams we wouldn't pick up on it but there's definitely a different narrative when it comes to our Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, and I don't think we're going to change that. So complaining about it's going to do no no good. But it's, it's fun, just though. something <laughs> I noticed. Also something I noticed driving in this morning, and I always mean to ask about this. Every time I come in, I'm like, I got to ask about this on the air. I got to ask about this. And I always forget. But today I'm like, do it. Um, driving on the 215 and you're around, gosh, now I'm totally spacing. Um, it was, I think it's between town center and, um, Flamingo. There's a place. It looks like it's on Wallapai. Perhaps it's right at one of the bridges. There's this place called, is it topic? 
or tonic or have you seen that place? It's a building. Um, oh gosh. Is it, if you're driving here to the radio station, is it on the left? Yes. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. It's called tonic. No, I think it's topic. Um, hold on one second. I see. This is how bad it is. I'm always like, ask about that. Ask about that. And now I'm forgetting what the name is. It's it, like, I've always wondered what is in that building. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? I, I, I don't think it's topic. I definitely know it's not tonic. It's but... past town center. Yeah, it's so, like you know where the the Wallapai Bridge is. Yeah, it's like right there. Uh, I gotta Google Maps it. Oh, I, oh this is so not, there's a hotel there on the left. I know that it's not a hotel. It's not the hotel. It's that's not there. a hotel. Um, it's just it's it's some building and it has it's like a five letter word and it's it's right there and I'm always like that is that a restaurant? What is that? that place why can i even envision it right now my mind is like what's there on the left hand side oh, you do man. the drive every single morning multiple times a day or maybe it's that at like desert inn it's just uh one of those things if you're driving right now um i'm literally trying to google maps it to see if i can find it it's i've just always wanted to know what is that place it's just one of those things and i always forget to ask and now look at me i can't even remember the name of yeah it. who knows what it, it, logic thank logic, you person logic, who just logic. oh my gosh what is that logic building i don't know <laughs> do you do you know what i'm I talking don't. It about sounds familiar but i'm sure I, i'm sure i i yes i want to say yes i do because i drive by there all the time but in my mind i cannot picture it right now okay um it's yeah i'll, I'll try to find it but there's a building that says logic on it and i'm always like what is it what what do you have there is it oh okay is it internet stuff logic internet i just zoomed in on it okay let's see <laughs> i love the fact google maps are zooming in on the building There's right a now law office logic commercial real estate oh, oh this whole time i've been wondering what the heck I've never, why doesn't it say the rest of it? I'm like, is that a study place for kids? What does logic have to do with this? Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, if you need, hey, commercial real estate needs, logic is there for you. The one that gets me, if you, so if you keep on going down the 215, heading to the radio station, the right-hand side, Zazura? Am I saying the apartment complex right? Zazura? Zazura? I have no idea. How do you say that? It's on the right-hand side. So as soon as you pass Tropicana, it's the apartment complex on the right-hand side between Tropicana and Russell. Zazura? I can't even say it. What is, Steph, do you At least you know the name of it. What is the name of that apartment complex? I know what you're talking about, but I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Z-E-R-Z-U-R-A. Zazura. We can make it up. I have no idea. If I got a job, that would be the worst. Thank you for calling. Zazura. I can't even say it. All these things that you see every single day, and you have no clue as to what they are. And then roll it back. So then you're going on the 215. Heading to the radio station, right hand side, uh, town center, Hawalapai, where the RC Willie is there. If if Hollywood comes to town, they start building studios. That's where the proposed studio is going to be. Yeah, I, I, I have heard that. It's it's going to be so weird. I, I I think it's cool though that they're bringing this industry here. It's not just Mark Wahlberg. I guess it, it's been uh, kind of a sight for them for a long time, and he's just kind of like the face uh, of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, this is a, a really cool industry to come to our our part of the country it'd be huge for the economy great for las vegas but it'd be interesting too driving to work to know that on the right hand side as you pass it oh they're filming major motion pictures right next yeah to us. that's cool that's just crazy to think about well now we've got that settled if anyone knows how to say that name of the apartment complex we're here for it logic is the name uh, it's a real estate thing if you ever drive past that building and you've always wondered so now we've got some answers and it's only 5 36 this morning look at that already making progress so let's start the show it is 
time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Love and Affection by Nelson? Do you want to hear Every Morning by Sugar Ray? Want to hear "Girlfriend" by NSYNC and Nelly? Those are your choices. You can get your votes in right now. It's really easy. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or text or call us at 702-364-9400. We will count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Robert Pattinson is alive and well. Why did some of his fans think he had passed away? I got the details coming up in about five minutes. And the votes are in every morning by Sugar Ray is the pre-show. You pick them. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Televangelist Pat Robertson died yesterday, and Twilight fans freaked because they thought it was Robert Pattinson. Some fans were just kind of scrolling too fast through social media. One fan wrote, absolutely hate that my brain autocorrected this to Robert Pattinson. The Twilight brain rot is real. Someone else posted, scrolled too fast, thought it said Robert Pattinson. I almost puked. Pat Robertson, televangelist, 93, life well lived. Robert Pattinson, 37, still plenty of life to live. Yeah, that's that um, dyslexic kind of thing. I do that all the time. I All the time. I reverse words or take the first letter of one word and swap it with the first letter of the other word. And Yeah, I didn't do that yesterday, thankfully. But. Yeah, some, so some fans freaking out of that whole thing. Well, rumors are starting to swirl about Harry Styles. Watermelon sugar high. Watermelon taking the stage for the Super Bowl halftime show next year, which is here in Las Vegas, February 11th. This all started, there was a Twitter account called MLF Football. Um, they've got a, a ton of followers. They made the suggestion that maybe Harry Styles should be the one to play uh, the halftime show. It's just a suggestion, and fans are now just running wild with this uh, this theory. What do you think? Harry Styles, Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, I'm here for it. I would love, absolutely love that. I don't know if the mass appeal is there because usually they try to go with someone who, you know, has that. But um, I'm here for it. I think he, uh, his concert, oh, I only went to one, but that concert was absolutely incredible. So good. I think he'd do an excellent job. I think if they're putting together like a committee to work on this, you should be on that committee because you really, you, I mean, you've got your finger on the pulse of music <laughs> and you've seen so many shows. If they came to you and said, Mercedes, who are like your, okay, you got Harry Styles. What other two people, Mercedes, would you think would be a good fit for the Super Bowl? Taylor Swift, mm. 100%. And then, um, you know, I I think that you have to look at Drake. He's got so many hits, and he has a lot of collabs. Bring out some uh, 
some other uh, artists with him. I don't know. Has Madonna ever done a Super Bowl halftime show? I don't think so. Maybe maybe Madonna for, you know, uh, a throwback uh, artist. I'm, yeah, there, there's so much potential with that. It's But I, I've been happy usually with their selections. And the performance has been great. What about Garth Brooks doing the halftime? I don't think, has Garth Brooks ever done it? Uh, I don't know, but he'd be fantastic. He's He's got a lot of mass appeal. Yeah, he does. So we'll see what happens. Super Bowl coming here in February. So the, the Super Mario Brothers movie. It has made over $1 billion worldwide. So what's the next Nintendo game to be getting a movie? It's this one right here. Do you know this game? No. Oh, throwback here. The Legend of Zelda. Oh, I never played that. I've heard of it, but I never played that. Universal, they just struck a deal with Nintendo to make a movie based on this game. So Legend of Zelda will be getting the uh, the Hollywood treatment. We'll see if it makes a billion dollars worldwide like Mario Brothers. Um, okay, Vanderpump Rules. Tom Sandoval dated Ariana for nine years. And then he cheated on her with her best friend, Raquel. We've been talking about that reunion. It's just nuts, all the stuff that's happening. That was filmed back in March. And it turns out that Raquel is currently receiving treatment at a mental health facility. She actually entered the facility after the Season 10 reunion was filmed, and she's been there for 68 days so far. The Daily Mail says she checked in the facility in April with the intention of personal growth and improvement, and she says she intends to share her story, including the unfiltered truth, after she completes her treatment. Look, I don't agree with what she did. I think it was evil and just absolutely hurtful and insane, but... I gotta imagine her me- her life's a mess right now. To have everyone in America hate you, that's gotta be really hard. Super. Hard. I hope she gets that help that she needs. And think about it too. So if they went through all- everything we're watching on TV right now, and the drama, and just the mental wear and tear that happened back in March, and now everyone from that show is reliving that again yeah. as the rest of the country watches this whole thing. Oh my gosh! Listen, more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour, right around seven fifteen. It's Mix ninety four point one, Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1857. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It's 6 o'clock. Finally, Friday, it is June 9th. Thank you so much for joining us. Getting ready to uh, kick off the weekend. Uh, The plan was to do a little binging of a show that just came out on Thursday, but... I guess I'll be doing that solo. I thought I was going to do it with my daughter. Have you, have you ever watched Never Have I Ever? Uh, is this a season two? Season uh, one? It's a movie? Uh, what? what? It's, a, it's a TV show? It's a TV show on Netflix. Uh, Never Have I Ever? No, I've not. Never heard of it? I know I've heard of it, but I've not watched it, though. It's a, it's a really cute show, and season four just came out on Thursday. And so uh, I thought, oh, yeah, Brooklyn and I are going to binge that this weekend. And yesterday I come home, and she's like... Well, I have only got three episodes left. I'm like, what? You watched it without me? And she's like, oh, I'll rewatch it with you. It's so good. And I like to watch all those shows. Um, Exo Kitty. Have you heard that one? I have not heard of Exo Kitty. No. We watch all these shows together. So um, I was kind of bummed that she went through uh, season four of Never Have I Ever without me, but it's okay. And so later on uh, at night, I'm like, did you finish it? And she's like, oh, yeah, I finished it a while ago. And I'm like, what are you watching now? She's like, The Golden Girls. 
She loves the Golden Girls. My kid is obsessed with that show. She's seen every episode, and that's that's her when in doubt or I have nothing to watch, I'm going to watch an episode of the Golden Girls. She loves that classic TV show. It's so cute. It was such a great show on in the 80s, and then they had a spinoff show. I think it was called Golden Palace, where the Golden Girls took over a hotel for a season. Are you serious? Yeah. I've never heard of that. It was that. a whole spinoff show. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it came on after. It must have came on after the show came to an end. Or maybe it was a spinoff at the same time. But yeah, there was a, it was called The Golden Palace. Oh my goodness. I, I, I'm going to have to look that up. But d- does anyone watch like a classic TV show? You've seen all the episodes, but it's it's your go-to show whenever you want to watch something. I, th- I thought Golden Girls was a really good choice. I've not seen all the Golden Girls episodes, but I will tell you when I do watch it, if she's got it on, it, they stand the test of time. The The comedy is still funny all these years later and then it's who was the the mother is that estelle getty sophia sophia and she though in reality isn't she was the youngest one of the cast i believe yeah but she was made to be the mom yeah to be the mom yeah. the whole show there was a show last year that uh we, we rewatched, and it's kind of the same thing that that background you, you're doing your work at night kind of unwinding it's just on and you'll tune in and watch a little bit of it but we ended up doing pretty much last year 2022 all the episodes of this one Laura started watching it like on a weekend and just to have it on and then she got hooked and it was just a thing where he ran through pretty much all the seasons up until um, I remember Peach Pit turning into a nightclub or Peach Pit After Dark that was the later seasons we kind of tapped out but we did like the first three or four straight yeah that's a that was my show like growing up I loved that TV show and then it, it got kind of like it was crazy they're all adults and they're running businesses and it was like wait a second what, what about when they were in high school? Uh, someone just texted saying, Golden Palace has Don Cheadle and Cheech Marin. Cute. I, I got to check this Golden Palace out. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I, was like, I, think it was, I think it was just one season, a one and done season, but I remember them getting a spinoff show. Oh, um, that's funny. <laughs> hey, on today's show, there's tickets for you to go see Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin, and Pitbull. That's the trilogy tour. We have them for you in the 9 o'clock hour, 935. And when you win those, you're going to qualify for that grand prize which is front row tickets. And up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? Well, rough night in Florida for the Vegas Golden Knights. We're going to break that down for you. Also, BTS, they release a new single for ARMY to celebrate their 10th anniversary. And Samuel Adams Beer says that they will give you a custom excuse to stay at home. We'll explain coming up next in what's trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Vegas born is trending. You can't win them all, right? The Vegas Golden Knights fell to the Florida Panthers in game three of the Stanley Cup final. Last night, 3-2, to two, Jonathan Marcheseau and Mark Stone each had a goal and an assist, and Aiden Hill made 20 saves for the Golden Knights. They were actually leading in the third period until the Panthers' Matthew Kachuk tied it 2-2 two to two at 17.47 in the period, sending the game to overtime. And then... In overtime at 4:27, Carter Verhage, uh, or Verhage rather, uh, he scored, making it a two-to-one series with Vegas still leading. Game four is tomorrow night in Florida at 5 p.m. You know, a lot of people or some people were saying, "Be nice to see them win it all on home ice." Well, there's the opportunity. Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that they played, they played well. I mean, I, there were a couple players that I was kind of like, 
hey, wake up, wake up, you know, but, yeah. but hey, you're on their ice and it gets, uh, I don't know if it's intimidating for them, but you're not where you're used to playing. So it may take you some time to get used to it. And hopefully by tomorrow night, they get used to it walk away with a win that would be great them coming back here with three wins under their belt yeah but plenty of games left and I, i'm sure that, i mean i know they're, they're pro athletes and at the top of their their field but there's gotta be travel fatigue too going yeah. back and forth and everything yeah it's gonna happen and not, and not just that but it's the stanley cup final it's going to be difficult. Yeah. It's the not going to be there for a reason. Yeah, good it's point. It's not going to be uh-huh. an easy thing. Um, also trending this morning is BTS. To commemorate the band's 10th anniversary, they've released a new song, and it's called Take Two. It was released last night, and even before it's released, it shot up to number one on the Billboard Hot Trending Songs chart. The song features all seven members, even though two of them, Jin and J-Hope, are serving their mandatory time in the military, and it's said, it, it, it is set to be a heartfelt celebration for their followers. You ready to take a listen? This is huge news. I didn't know they had a new song out. Yeah, yeah I'm ready. Came I'm out excited. Last night. Okay, right. this is called Take Two. So, the, I guess the, 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 um, it's already hit like 3 million streams or something like ridiculous on that. Festa, which is the anniversary, it starts today through the 17th. It's going to be filled with exclusive content, celebrations, and it'll end with a special event. They're not really saying what it is, but a special event in Seoul, South Korea. That's a great sound of that song, and I'm going to call it now. It will be the number Within the top three, the, when it hits the charts, the within three? the top, maybe number one, knock, uh, what's his name out of the top spot. Uh, but yeah, I'm saying that's going to have a huge impact on the charts. I think it will too. It'll be interesting. It's a really pretty song. Um, I was reading a lot of tweets about it after it came out and people were like, I'm crying. Oh my gosh. And it was, it's a very sweet song. So look for that on the charts next week. And then finally this morning, Samuel Adams is trending. The beer company is trying to help you. Get out of your obligations. They're now selling um, a mock beer can toy online, and it's called the I Can't Can. And it's basically a variation on the Magic 8-Ball. In the description, it says that when you shake it, it's going to provide you with an excuse to, quote-unquote, ditch unwanted obligations and get back to what summer is all about drinking beer <laughs> there there are 12 excuses inside and they're all like beer pun excuses like working on a six-pack or making poor choices p-o-u-r or caught an ailment it's it's cute it's kind of cheesy but apparently people wanted it they were available for pre-sale on their website for five dollars and thirty cents they sold out immediately so they did say that they will be releasing some very soon just check out the Samuel Adams website for that. And that is what's trending. I know this might be a a small matter, a small issue, but I have a very strong opinion about this whole thing. And it's, I encountered it last night when Laura and I went on a run last night and I see it a lot. It's people that don't pick up after the dog, after the dog goes poo. It's not that hard to do, especially um, in, in a bunch of neighborhoods. There's dog. I mean, and where I live in Summerlin, you step outside the neighborhood. I mean, there are doggy poo stations like every 10 feet. There are doggy bags everywhere. But still, there are still people whose dogs will make a mess on the sidewalk. 
And it's like they, they don't they don't pick it up. And I get so fired up when I see that it's such a little thing, but it fires me up so much. I, I think that people are just generally lazy when it comes to stuff like that. They either forgot the bag or they are like, oh, there's no one around. It's it, it'll disintegrate at some point or whatever. And it's just it's just so rude. It's really rude. But what about when you see someone let their dog go to the bathroom in your yard and they don't pick it up? Then what? I mean, this is on a sidewalk, and they're like, oh, I'm not going to hurt anyone, whatever. But then it's actually your yard. Oh, I'd be upset. I would have a... Thankfully, it's not happening to me, but if that was, I would have a very strong opinion. Is that happening to you right now? Oh, it has happened before. It's not happening right now, but it's happened before, and I've actually seen them in the act, and I'll go out there with a bag. I'm like, do you need this? And they're like... Oh, thank you. I usually bring one. I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, take this. Pick it up, please. Thank you. <laughs> is there something? Is there something? Maybe it's a small matter, but you just have a very, very strong opinion about it. Because there's something else that 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 um, that it's very small. People don't even think about it. But I encountered this two weekends ago. Is I was going out to the barn super early with Laura, and it was dark out, and pull out of the neighborhood, and there is a dude jogging in all, all black. Can't even see him. I'm thinking he's a jogger. Maybe he's robbing houses. I don't know. But he's dressed in all black. If you're running at night or super, super early, anytime it's dark, you need to have some kind of light, reflective gear for your own protection. Because if you're in the corner, I'm like, whoa, there's a dude there. I I didn't see him. I didn't hit the guy. But that's dangerous. Small thing, strong opinion. I, I will go on our walks at night, and I'll catch myself when we're out. And so, Usually it's light out, but once in a while we'll get a late start. And uh, it'll be dark and I'm looking down and I'm wearing all black. And I, just on the defense of that, it's it's usually an oversight on their part, like not intending to be like, hey, hey, hey let's see if they can see me or anything <laughs> like that. But I'll go out and I'll be like, oh, man, I better stay on the sidewalk. I'm wearing all black. And uh, sometimes I'll have like those little reflective things on my shoes and not realize that. But, yeah, that's I think that's an accident when people do that. I don't think they're intending to make things difficult for drivers. Who knows? Maybe they are. It's, Maybe they're looking to win some sort of a lawsuit. <laughs> well, and I understand you're on the sidewalk or something. I do that, too. Uh, but if you're running on the street, oh, it's, it just gets dangerous. Yeah, for sure. OK, uh, coming up this morning. Don't forget, 8 o'clock hour, right around 825, The Little Mermaid. Want to go see a great movie this weekend? We've got your passes at 825. My friend does hair, and she had to break up with a client recently. And, you know, if you have clients, you know that that... That's not an easy decision to say, you know what, I'm done with this person. I don't want them to come see me anymore. And she struggled with it. And all of our friend group always knew about this person because she would talk about how she made her life miserable. She'd come in, she'd be very demanding about her hair, which, I mean, we should be demanding about our hair, but she would complain about literally everything. I guess my friend said that she'd be like, it came out brassy. Why isn't this lasting? Like she always, so finally I, my girlfriend had enough and she's like, She said, I'm done. The woman went to make an appointment. She texted her saying, hey, can I come in uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks? And she said, I'm sorry. I just think it would be best if we stopped working together. Um, I don't think you're ever happy with my work. And I just uh, I don't think we should make any more appointments. So the woman, she didn't respond, apparently. And my friend was like, "Okay, great. That's uh, that was easy. You know, wipe my hands clean of her. So fast forward to I, it was it turned out. Let me see. What day is it? It's Friday. So I think this happened on Wednesday. She's at work and there's a delivery for her. 
And she goes up to the front desk and it's this huge bouquet of flowers. She said, this had to be a $300 bouquet. She goes, it was the most massive bouquet of flowers I've ever seen. And it came with a card and the card was from the client. And the client basically was begging her to take her back, saying that she apologized. Sometimes she doesn't realize how... Um, off-putting she comes across. She has been having a tough time struggling with various things in her life lately and just coming to her and being able to vent men so much to her and she's so sorry she took it the wrong way. Please accept her back. What would you do? Oh, I would 100% take her back. You would? I would. I would would take her back because now the message has been sent. Listen, you're a difficult client. I can't make you happy. There's all these different things. And she probably went out. She probably accepted the fact that she was fired as a client or let go as a client. She probably went out and started looking around at other places and realized maybe pricing was much more expensive. Hours were hard to get in. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. She got out and realized what she's missing. I think she's going to come back sweeter, kinder, nicer. Now, whether that lasts for a couple appointments, who knows? And if she starts to go down that road of, of being that difficult client again, I would have a conversation with her. But I would 100% take her back in. What would you guys do? Uh, my girlfriend says she's not, She she's thinking no. And the reason why is she says that she'll do that from time to time where she'll be nice. And then it always goes back. She goes, her true colors always come out. And she says, I think I should just say no. But she feels guilty about accepting these flowers. I, I said the same thing as you. I'm like, you could always re-break up with her. Yeah. You know, you could always give it a shot. If she starts pulling that again, re-break up with her. But I said that first appointment back is going to be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you again. What's new? Uh, so how you been uh, since I broke up with you? <laughs> how you been? Keep us posted on how it goes. Yeah, I'll let you know. Hot three is coming up next with the Air Force. All right. Now, if you work in an office where other people can hear the music you listen to, why you may want to be really careful about that. Also, how much does the average wedding now cost? You're not going to believe it. And a woman gets laid off and plays a very amusing prank on her office. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here, 
we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Now, if you play spicy music at work, you could be slapped with a sexual harassment allegation. That's according to a federal court ruling this week. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals this week ruled on a case where the owners of a warehouse allowed employees to blast what was called sexually graphic, violently misogynistic music while working. An employee lawsuit was filed against the company, but the suit was dismissed by a lower court, which ruled that if both genders were offended by the music, it's not sexual harassment. The Ninth Circuit ruled, however, that harassment need not be directly targeted at a particular plaintiff in order to pollute the workplace. So be careful about what you listen to or just put your AirPods in. Yeah, yeah, don't have the noise pollution going on in the office. I remember in um, in high school, the guys would play uh, Two Live Crew, which really wasn't safe to be played anywhere, some of those lyrics. And they would crank it in the locker room, Mercedes. It was so loud that you'd walk in, you know, outside from the parking lot into the high school. You would hear it coming from the locker room. And it was those, those loud, vulgar lyrics that Two Live Crew was known for. Yeah, it's uh, you got to be careful. I I used to listen to music, and I'm in this little enclosed studio, and I still listen to my music here. But I I am very aware if someone wants to come in, I turn it off immediately. If it's like my hip hop stuff that uses a lot of questionable language and stuff, I I will not let them in until I turn it down. Just because I don't want to put people in a weird situation, and then sometimes you just only have that professional relationship with someone and it'd be weird if they come in and they're like you know saying uh-huh. oh hi yes i'll get right on that thank you let me turn this down sorry yeah, about that exactly also this morning there are countless ways to describe wedding pause what weddings positive and negative um but one that usually does not apply is the word cheap the latest data shows that the average wedding costs $29,000, which probably won't surprise anyone who has gotten married recently, but it is more than double what the average wedding cost 30 years ago. Um, that's a bargain for some people in, in the big cities where the cost can soar easily past $35,000. For example, the average wedding in New York that uh, will run you $44,000 in the Bay Area, $37,000. Wedding costs have been steadily climbing for decades, but a lot like a lot of things recent increases can be blamed on the pandemic um a lot of people delayed weddings that couldn't happen between 2020 and 2021 so now there, there's this huge surge in demand for venues and photographers and uh, bake bakers florists stuff like that um the one notable thing that does cost less than before the pandemic is groom's attire. That's actually down 3% from 2019. Go oh, figure. there you go. Yeah. Steph, I know that you and James, you can't, you eloped when you got married, but you said you were going to at some point have a wedding. When you hear something like that, does that deter you from it? Absolutely. I. That's my number one concern about if we want to have a reception in the future is the price. It scares me. Even a cake. I'm like, how much does a cake cost? Oh, I'll just make my own. Do you know what you should do? And I I know someone who did this. They had a display cake out there for everyone. And there th- there was like, they didn't cut it. That's the one giveaway. I, apparently they didn't cut it. They, t- they were like, oh, here's the cake. We're going to go cut it now. And they had in the back like a bunch of sheet cakes. 
Uh, and, and so the display cake wasn't even a real cake. And they took that back. They cut up sheet cakes, brought them out on plates, and people never knew the difference. I think I'm just going to order pink box donuts. Yeah, do everyone it. have a donut or cupcakes or something like that. Because we all, we all say it. I'm sure people told me when Laura and I were getting married. But I, yeah, I didn't listen. Like, save the money. There's no reason to have a huge cake. Or flowers, too. Flowers, I mean, they, they die the next day. There's so many things that we waste money on when it comes to a wedding. It, I'm sure someone told me that. But we spent a lot of money on that stuff. It's just like you, the one advice of someone getting married is save Save that money instead of buying the thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars on a wedding. That's a down payment on a house. That's a car. That's something else that could provide you um, so much more joy. But I didn't listen, and people don't listen. What do you tell them now? And a lot of people will do it because you know you get a lot of gifts, which are really nice. But I don't know if they add up to the cost of the wedding. Yeah. Part of me would rather just not get gifts and keep the money. Seriously. Yeah. Finally, this morning, um, this is one way to make sure your employer feels your absence after they let you go. A twenty-five-year-old sales and marketing professional named Marchie. She, uh, she, she's going viral on TikTok for a recent prank she pulled on her office after she was laid off. She printed out a ton of images of herself and there were speech bubbles where she'd be saying various things. She stuck them everywhere in the office to so- show that she would never actually leave. The best part is she numbered them and she actually skipped some numbers so they'd never think that they found all of them. <laughs> she also shared an image from that a former co-worker sent her of them collecting the photos that they found up on a whiteboard. That is brilliant. It's kind of cute. It's kind of a cute way to, to leave. It's not. It's harmless, but it's it's creative. The legend of Marchi lives on. We'll be live. Our 7 a.m. social club starts here in three minutes. We'll be live the entire hour on Facebook and YouTube. It's Mix 94.1. Oh, my gosh. We're on the 7 a.m. social right now, and I have to switch buttons back and forth. And so when we switch and I don't change it, it sounds like an echo chamber in here. It's like I I, I can't even think correctly. I, I'm sorry. I'm having a moment here. No, totally, we have a bunch of different buttons. I got to turn volume down and, and switch things over here as well. There's a little a couple of nuances that go into the 7 a.m. social club. But we're live right now, now until 8 a.m. You yeah, can watch us. Check everything on the air, off the air. It's a lot of fun. Hey, I want to bring up something from uh, yesterday that we talked about because it seems like a lot more people are talking about it. And uh, I got a bunch of DMs. People were like, was this what you were talking about uh, on the air yesterday? And it was that alien encounter. The the alien encounter in some home in the Northwest. And uh, it happened just before midnight on April 30th. And a lot of people saw something in the in the air like it streaked through the sky and it even you even got a glimpse of it on an officer's body body cam footage and so these people they called 911 because they said something landed in their backyard and there's two very tall things staring at them i mean just describing that sounds straight out of a movie but you can they have the 911 call channel 8 released it and you got to listen to this again because the fear, I, I hear the fear in this guy's voice and he's trying to convince that it's not a joke. Listen to this. There's like an eight foot person beside it and another one's inside and it has big eyes and looking at us and it's still there. Okay. Where is this on your property? Uh, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so just two, terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct. And they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot, nine feet, ten foot. I don't know. They're, they look like they look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Okay. Like, like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes, and and they're not human. They're hundred percent. They're not human. Did they take video of that? Because that's like the first thing I would do. I know I would immediately take out my phone 
and uh, and make sure that I had this on video. That's what's so curious to me: why no one has it on video? And then there was the police officer who's who caught it the um, the the, bl- the bright flash in the sky on his body cam that went over there. And then as he's walking to the house in the backyard, the body cam footage goes dark because it's private property because you can't show anything. Ah, I just I want to see more footage. And then the kid that we heard on the nine one one call, he released his own video on YouTube describing the events that he saw that evening as well, and put out a couple other different videos of that showed his either his mom or his aunt or someone in his family looking in the backyard and screaming and reacting to seeing something in the backyard. So there's all this stuff around it, but we don't, we're not seeing what was in the backyard at the time. I know, and I ha- I have someone uh, a friend that's like in this in the know mm-hmm. uh, as far as this goes and uh apparently it's real and it's being investigated and th- they said to me yesterday i can't wait to fill you in you will be a believer and that is so intriguing but like i said with the guy on the 911 call he sounds really terrified has there ever been a moment in your life where you were truly terrified just so scared for your life has that ever happened to you oh i gotta think here i gotta think here of moments like i was i mentioned that car accident i was in we yes. had we had a tree head on 80 miles per hour and i'll, I'll never forget we we're on a back country road my buddy's driving and we're just we're, we're dumb teens is what we are and we're going down this back road and we, we there's a, a turn coming and we hit the turn and the car gets air and we're airborne for a second and we hit the ground and i see straight in front of me the tree and I'm like, this is it. I, I see a tree hit on for me. I know we're speeding. There's nothing we can do. I'm about to hit a tree. I'm about to die. And Mercedes, it was just like your, the whole thing, your life flashes before your mm-hmm. eyes. You think, if I got like one more moment with my family, this, that, and everything. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, here we go. There's nothing I can do. And boom, you hit that tree head on. And then I think it was maybe 30 seconds, if that, I'm out. And then you kind of come to and you're like, whoa, I'm still alive. Let's get out of this car. But yeah. I'll never forget. And I went back many times. That tree is still there. I looked at that tree in that moment of before impact of not being, it was helpless. There's nothing I could do. It was so scary. That's uh, that's terrifying. I, I can't even imagine just knowing, like, do you brace yourself? Or they always say that half the reason that um, in DUI cases where the person that was drinking, they don't die is because their bodies limp from all the alcohol and that that's what saves them. You know, you always get upset because the people, the innocent people are the ones that get hurt and mm-hmm. the drunk one is perfectly fine because of all that alcohol. Do you, is there just a way to make your body go limp right. so you can brace for that, you know? Well, I remember being in the hospital and they, they came and they did like breathalyzers and they want to make sure we were not drinking. We weren't. We came from football practice, but the police officer on the case, um, I hadn't seen my buddy at that point. I was in the hospital, but he came to my room and he said, your friend did one thing correct when it came to hitting that tree. I'm like, Okay, what did he do? He hit it dead on, perfectly center. Yeah. He said if it had been a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right, the car would have been sheared in half. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, great. He knows how to hit a tree head on. Thank oh. the Lord. Someone just uh, texted saying that the witnesses said that the, what they saw was 100% not human. Um, Christy says the guy with the alien encounter has a video on YouTube and going around TikTok with more of an explanation and some video. Not much on video. MG says they supposedly have video of the two aliens. Uh, my husband just texted to say, the alien thing's real? Yes, it's very real. Or was it a drone? Maybe. The, the, um, the, um, the government did visit the house. They were visited by federal agents. That's a fact. They went there to check on things. But was it a drone and they swooped in really fast and they picked up the stuff? Or is it 
flat out straight up aliens and that's why the body cam footage we say it's private property we can't show anything or is it because the, the officer turned the corner and then they, you can kind of see a glimpse of the aliens yeah well the, I mean I don't know why he would say there's two eight foot aliens here with big eyes staring at us but terrifying terrifying and I can't wait to hear more about this I, I'm supposed to get some in, insider information so what I do I'll report back <laughs> <laughs> story gets bigger and bigger it's mixed 94.1 It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. So, uh, Tom, we're talking about Vanderpump Rules. If you don't know the whole details, Tom Sandoval dated Ariana for nine years, and then he cheated on her with her best friend, Raquel. And the reunion that aired is just, I mean, all kinds of chaos is happening on this reunion. Well, it was filmed back in March, and it turns out that Raquel is currently receiving treatment at a mental health facility. She entered the facility after the season 10 reunion was filmed and has been there for about 68 days so far. The Daily Mail says she checked into the facility in April with the intention of personal growth and improvement. And then she says she intends to share her story, including the unfiltered truth after she completes her treatment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is going to go on for a while. I mean, if you're already tired of it, sorry to tell you, more to come. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa Vanderpump has written the coattails of the Scandal and its rating success, and she's got a new show now coming. Hulu has ordered 10 episodes of Vanderpump Villa, which will focus on her staff at her high-end French villa. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. If you get a job for working for Lisa Vanderpump, be prepared to become a TV star. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Um, Rumors are starting to swirl about Harry Styles. Taking the stage for the big Super Bowl halftime show next year. Of course, that's in Las Vegas, February 11th. This all started on Twitter. There's a football account, a popular one, that made the suggestion, and then Harry Styles fans just ran with it. He'd be good. He's definitely fun to watch. You saw him here, right? Yeah. Yeah, over at the MGM Grand. That's where we saw James Corden cry. Oh, at Harry Styles? When he started singing, he started crying. We got a picture of him crying. We're like, oh, come on. Make it all about you, James. Get all the attention because you're crying. Oh, look, James Corden is crying. What <laughs> oh. song, do you remember what song it was that he started crying? Uh, I don't. Loser. I think it might have been at just at the very beginning and he was crying because he was there. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, did you watch iCarly? I loved iCarly. Spaghetti tacos. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I love that show. All right, tell me how big this is. Thursday's episode of iCarly ended with Carly confessing her feelings for Freddie and the two sharing two kisses. Miranda Cosgrove says it's taken 15 years and she's always hoped that the two would end up together. He has loved her this whole time. Freddie has had the biggest crush on her. So the fact that she finally came around after 15 years, that's a big deal. Yeah, I used to love that show. Freddie finally getting his chance right he's now. He's so cute. He's such, It's so weird because now I think he's married and has a kid. <laughs> it's like, wait, out. What? Let's talk about this weekend. Movies, the big one is Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. That's out this weekend. And then sports, the NBA, Denver Nuggets lead the uh, lead my, lead, uh, have a lead over Miami Heat two games to one. Game four of the NBA Finals is tonight in Miami. And then, of course, tomorrow night, Stanley Cup Final. Florida Panthers, they won last night, so that series is now 2-1. to one. But our Vegas Golden Knights, Florida Panthers, the game is at 5 o'clock tomorrow night. Yeah, we, uh, yeah you can't win them all. This is Stanley Cup. 
it's going to be competitive. So no worries. I still, I, I'm very confident in, in our team. Yeah, I think the team is still confident too, which is great. Uh, Las Vegas Aces, the ladies, they lost last night to Connecticut Sun. That was their first loss of the season, so they're now 7-1. and one. They do have a home game on Sunday against Chicago Sky. Now next hour, uh, right around 825, got your tickets to go see The Little Mermaid. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. I had an appointment somewhere yesterday, and this is only like the third time I've gone to this place. So um, we're still getting to know each other, like the receptionist I recognized, and, and she recognized me yesterday. And I walk in, and she's like, hi there. And I was like, hi. And she's like, go ahead, have a seat. And then um, when it was time for me to pay, she goes, Miranda? And I'm like looking around. I'm like, I go, me? And she goes, Oh, is your name not Miranda? I go, Mercedes. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And so I'm sitting there and I, I was so hungry and I was just kind of in a mood. And I was like, maybe I'm giving off Miranda vibes because this is like my mean alter ego, my cranky alter ego. If you had like, let's say you were a set of identical twins and there was one that was the good twin and one that was the <laughs> mean, angry twin. What would your mean, angry twin be? Being that you are the good one. See, I think Mercedes is the nice version of me, the kind, the considerate. But I think she made me realize that my mean version of myself is Miranda. I think Miranda is my evil side. Have you ever thought about that? In uh, the show Knight Rider in the 80s, there was Michael Knight was the star of Knight Rider. He drove the car and everything. Yeah. He had an evil twin and his name was Gareth. And he showed Gareth? Up, what does that uh, mean? Gareth. Gareth, Gareth, oh, Gareth okay. Knight, okay. and he would show up on episodes. But it was David Hasselhoff, but with a mustache. But when he saw him with a mustache, you know it was Gareth, the evil brother. <laughs> so that's what I'm envisioning. Like the the evil. There's the nice youth, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's not Mercedes. That is Miranda, her evil twin sister. I think that might be my. I might embrace that as my angry. Like when I'm hangry. It's not Mercedes. This is I'm blaming on Miranda. I'm sorry I acted that way because I was I was Miranda at that time. Like, what would your what would your evil side be? Your mean side? Um, it, actually, we, let's come up with some for each other. Okay, so let's uh l- let's focus on you, Steph. Steph is the nice version. What is the evil side of Steph? Steph named. Uh, for Steph, I go Lilith. Lilith. <laughs> Lilith. And she is just mean. She's not sweet. And you know, Steph walks into a room and she lights it up. You could be in a foul mood, having the worst day ever. And she comes in and she's just got this positive energy about her that just it picks you up. Lilith walks in. Lilith is the woman that sucks the energy out of the room. So oh. Steph comes in like, oh, Lilith is here. I don't know if I like Lilith. <laughs> I feel like this is a 1600 Stephanie that's coming out. <laughs> My name for you is very different. Um, so Steph is the sweet side, the kind side, the hardworking side, the lazy side, the hungry side, the crabby side. In my mind is named Shayna. 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 I can Shana. see Shayna. Shayna is actually me when I get home after yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm oh, sorry for acting like that. I was Shayna at the moment. It's not how I usually am. Or James, I'm starving. And he's like, oh boy, Shayna's here. You know what I mean? That's, that's yep. how I picture you. Oh yeah, James sees Shayna often. <laughs> <laughs> okay, JC, what about JC? What's JC's evil side? What I I had two names for both of you, actually, because I don't know. They just both came to me. My first one for JC was 
Diego. <laughs> Diego comes out. It's the one that's his hair is messy. He doesn't get haircuts. He maybe once a month. He's very un just I don't know. Disheveled. Maybe, yeah. Diego. Just rude. It's Diego. Get out of my way. What about you, Mercedes? What do you think? It's funny because mine starts with a D also. Um in my mind, you know, you have the nice, happy go lucky JC. And then there's this other guy who's talking crap about you behind your back, who is letting air out of your tires, who is is just crabby as all get out, and his name is Damien. Damien. Damien Demento. JC is nice. Damien is not nice. Uh Oh, Damien's here. So so moving forward, if if one of us is in a mood, I can come in and be like, "Ah, guys, Damien's here. Just give a heads up of like someone's mood. Steph, what was Steph's again? Diego, which do you like better? Like, uh, like we have to embrace one of these. Yeah. And so you, Steph, you got to pick out of Shayna and Lilith. JC, you got to pick out of Diego and Damien. And then I'll pick out of you guys, your suggestions or Miranda. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Diego only because I know a Damien and he's super sweet. So we say the name Damien. I think it's a sweet Damien that okay. I know. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Diego. Okay. Diego. I like Diego. Okay. And for me, I, I relate with Shayna. Shayna is you. Shayna is me. So we have Shayna, we have Diego, now Mercedes. (laughs) Okay, so what do you guys have for me? You want me to tell you the truth? Before we went on the air, you guys kind of said, like, we've kind of briefed it. I swear to God, I also wrote Miranda. Stop it. Yes, Miranda. And I have a second one, but I don't know if we want to stick with Miranda or my second choice. What was your other choice? Matilda. Matilda. Oh, God, no. Absolutely not. Get that out of here. Matilda. No Matilda. That is not. That, hey, Matilda. That, that's like a child uh, character, isn't it? Matilda? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We are not going Matilda. JC, what'd you have? Raven. Raven. <laughs> it's Raven. Look out. Raven is here. Oh, no. Oh, I like both of those. Mercedes, the boss wants us to do something we shouldn't do. Can you summon your inner raven and say no? Can I be Raven Miranda? Yes. <laughs> like, first name. Like Raven Simone, except raven I'm Miranda. Raven Miranda. <laughs> and that's great. Our evil, our alter egos. Melissa says we should do a photo shoot video of our as our alter egos. <laughs> or what's that? Bombastic side eye. Uh, have you seen that TikTok? No. Let's do that. Like bombastic is us normally, and then side Die is our alter ego. <laughs> so Raven, <laughs> Raven Di- Miranda, Raven Miranda, <laughs> Diego, and then Shayna. Shayna. Yes. Shayna. These are great. Awesome. I love these evil sides. Be careful. They might come out. Oh, well, and if if we notice it coming out on someone else, be like, oh, okay, Shayna. Uh-huh. <laughs> Miranda, the hot three is up next. What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about uh, tipping. For some reason, Americans have a very negative view of it. And living in the city we live in, we definitely need to talk about it. Also, this morning, have you ever been stung by a bee? How justified are they in actually stinging you? Are you perpetuating it or are they just in a are they just having a raven moment? And then also, um, we're going to talk about an unfortunate typo that renamed a nursing home. Wait until you hear its new name. It's coming up next in the hot three. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. All right, let's talk about tipping. A lot of people depend on tips to live. So in theory, it should be 
something that makes you feel good, right? You give someone a little extra to show your appreciation, but most people don't feel good about it because it's becoming more of an expected or even mandatory surcharge. There's a new survey out by Bankrate and 66% of Americans say they have a negative view about tipping, mostly because they're annoyed about how it's handled. 41% of people don't like that businesses underpay staff so that they're forced to rely on those tips for their wages. 32% say they don't like having those pre-entered suggested tip screens at coffee shops and casual counter service food places. And 15% of people say they're confused about how much to tip and when for stuff like hotel services, food delivery, takeout, rideshare drivers, furniture deliveries, repair people. Um, as far as, uh, uh, Tipping getting out of control, 30% of people think it is, and 16% say they'd just be willing to pay a higher price if we could do away with tipping altogether. Do you know how it works, or anyone know the answer to this, for Uber Eats? I noticed this uh, past couple weeks ordering my sandwich. You go to uh, for the tip part, it's like 15%, 21%. They don't give you 20%. Then it goes to 25% and something else, too. I thought it was, has the standard tip move from... 20% be the nice tips now 21% is the standard nice tip? I don't I can't do the math that quickly for yeah. 21. I mean literally it's 1% different so actually I could but um I don't know I've never heard of that before. Yes. Are you sure you're just not wearing your glasses and no, it says 20%? No, it says 21%. I thought I was like oh maybe they just bumped it up or is it maybe it's based on the price of my orders not um a big order it's a small amount so they want to get a higher tip but yeah I just thought it was interesting that it was popping up as 21%. You could do a, tw- a custom tip too. Mm, yeah. yeah, and just do the 20% but no I've never heard of that before. Um also this morning have you ever been stung by a bee? Yes, many times. Steph, have you ever been stung by a bee? I have, yes, when I was little. I'm the only one here that has not ever been stung by a bee, knock on wood. Now, what was the situation? Did you instigate the bee, or did he just come out of nowhere and get you? Uh, for me, there's multiple stings where I just felt like they came out of nowhere and got me. I do remember one time I was uh, mowing a lawn. I was on my tractor and put it in reverse, and I backed into this tree, and I back in. I'm, I'm feeling something in my head. I'm like, what is that? I backed into uh, like a hornet's nest. Oh, my gosh. I literally backed into it. I'm like, ah, and I got stung on the top of my head. So I literally took my head and pressed it up against the beehive. Uh, this poll asked people, do do you think the reason behind the bee sting that you had was justified? And in the end, the results were so close that, I mean, they could have had a recount here. 49% of people say the stinging was justified. 51% of people said it was not. So in your case, I'd say it was justified because mm-hmm. you hit the, their nest. Steph, what was your situation? Gosh, I was so little. My grandparents told me that I was at the playground. I don't see myself as a kid instigating any type of fight with a bee. So I think that the bee just came on to me. And I think it stung me on the face. Yeah, but Shana might. Shana might have. Shana. Maybe it was Shana. Shana. <laughs> Maybe it was Shana. Ego. Your alter ego that morning was out of the playground. Maybe. Um, uh, the reasons why people say it's justified when they get stung is they stepped on it. They scared it. They messed with its food. They were destroying its home. Uh, they were shooting it with a water gun. The reasons it was not justified included I tried to save it from drowning. I was asleep. It entered my shoe, and uh, this one, I was sitting there doing nothing, and it flew inside my shirt and stung my boob. So my mom got stung by a bee um, in two ways. Uh, I guess, no, no, 
that was someone else. Um, she was sitting there and she was wearing a bikini and she was sitting outside with her friends when she was younger. And the the um, she was sitting up straight and the bee landed on her stomach and then she slouched and her like uh, it created like a little roll and it smashed it in the roll. She said and it stung her right oh. there. Yeah, that would hurt. As a kid, if that was a thing, like I got, I got stung a bunch as a kid. But that was if there was a beehive, a bee's nest, a hornet's nest. We would do we we would taunt the thing. We would throw soccer balls at it. We'd spray everything you said, Mercedes. Spray it with a garden hose, and that was the thrill. Like the bees come flying out, and you just run. Oh my god, that's so mean. Like we were ten years old, we didn't know the difference. Didn't we talk about talk about fear when you hit a bee's nest with a soccer ball, and they all come flying out? Oh, you never ran so fast in your life. Oh, that poor soccer ball. I can't imagine what that looked like. All right, finally this morning, most nursing homes and senior care facilities have very peaceful names like Shady Lawn or a babbling Brookside. Um, there's a reason why they wouldn't choose a name like this. A man in the UK was at a bus stop and he saw an ad for a senior care home called Skeleton Court. He shared a photo and said, bold choice of name considering the age of many residents. Well, that's not really the place's name. It's in a a village called Skelton, S-K-E-L-T-O-N. And the advertisement had a typo to turn it into Skeleton but that's a pretty bad fail on behalf of whoever yeah. made it. One person joked online, they're short-staffed and have a skeleton crew. Um, and another person said it reminded them of an um, a charity in the town of Bury, England, B-U-R-Y, Bury, England, that once had a sign that said, help bury animals. Oh, bury animals. Yeah. You got to be careful with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, next hour, 825, there's tickets to go see The Little Mermaid. Plus, we're spinning the old wow wheel right around uh, 815 and three new categories this week. This is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sam Smith's new song with Madonna just came out last night. Did you hear it? Oh, no. We played the little teaser of it uh, earlier in the week. No, I want to hear it. Did you hear it? I heard part of it. I did not listen to the whole thing, but what I heard sounded pretty good. Maybe we'll have to get uh, that on here shortly. Okay. I got a game for you. What? I got to get it, though. Okay. Okay. This is it, Steph. Oh, my gosh. You're so excited. I am. Do we have that 20th Century Fox? (laughs) Well, I think you just did it. I don't think we need it (laughs) at this point. This is a brand new game. This is the Movie Mania game. Okay. And I think you're going to crush this game. It's not music related. No, it's music related. It is? Okay. This is loud. I know. Sorry. It's movie. I'm so excited. It's Movie Music Mania. Songs that immediately make you think of a movie. So is there a right or wrong answer to this, or is it, ju- is it just personal experience? Yeah, I mean, there, tr- there truly is a, r- a right answer to this. There, okay. There's a song from a movie that was featured in this movie predominantly in trailers and everything else. Maybe it was featured in a smaller movie, but I'm talking about the blockbuster movies. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so the first song is this one right here. Do I say it right as soon as I know it, or do I give it some time to play? Oh, you can shout it out if you want to, yeah. Beetlejuice! Yeah, Beetlejuice! Nice! Okay, uh, your second song. 
I see a little silhouette of a man. Wait, yes. How much will you do the banda? Your third song. I hit. Rocky. Yes. Confession. Back to back to Wayne's World. Uh-huh. That was the first time I ever heard that song. Bohemian really? Rhapsody. I never heard it before that. I was like, listen to this great song. Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. My dad's like, that's not a new song. And, I was, I'm so ashamed of that. Well, that was a, that was a resurgence for Queen because of that song. And sadly, too, that's right around when Freddie Mercury died, too. So when Freddie Mercury passed away uh, because of AIDS, um, this, the Queen music just had a huge resurgence in the early 90s. Wait a second. Freddie Mercury passed away when Wayne's World was like right out? around the time, I think I think Mercury died in '91, and Wayne's World came out in '92. Oh it was my all, gosh! Like, it, was that, it was on that time frame. I, remember, I don't even remember that. All the concerts for Freddie Mercury and everything else, and then Wayne's World comes out with that, and it's like, wow, the song was huge. Oh wow! Okay, sorry about that. Oh, you're, th- you're three for three. <laughs> okay. Okay. This next one here is this song right here. This one's going to be tough. Okay. Um, wait, is six not in there, Steph? Or five not in there? It jumps to six. Oh, there's five. Okay, here's okay. five. I need a lifeline. 702-364-9400. This is going to be impossible. Impossible? Yeah. Nothing's impossible, Diego. Nothing. <laughs> See, that was Diego being on negative. This is impossible. Mercedes, you're not going to get it. Uh, the song, I know the song is Layla by Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. I, for the life of me, can you give me a time frame? It was a mob movie with Robert De Niro. Oh, Goodfellas? Yeah. Oh, okay. No lifeline needed. Thank nice. you. I don't remember it being in the movie, though. I love that movie. It's great. And every it seems like everyone had that poster hanging up in their room at some point. That was like one of those movie posters that looked just cool. Same with Scarface. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll give you two more. Let's go with number 10 right here. This game. Do you remember he he was doing like junior achievement? Did anyone else do junior achievement when they were a kid? I did junior achievement. Did you? No. You don't know what junior achievement is? Uh, probably for smart kids, I didn't do it. What no, was no, it? No, it was like the whole class had to do junior achievement, where someone like would come in from the business world and then they would like teach you stuff, and you'd have to do project projects for junior achievement. <laughs> okay, please tell me. I know they have junior achievement here in Las Vegas. They had it in, in Denver. Yeah, we had to do Junior Achievement, and that's what uh, Tom Cruise was kind of doing, was like a Junior Achievement project, I think, with the whole um, business really? set up. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I need to go back and watch that movie. <laughs> I watched that movie as an adult. Okay, how about this one right here? <laughs> Dottie. I am a rebel. Kiwi's <laughs> <laughs> big adventure. Uh, yes. You crushed it, my friend. I I love that movie. And sometimes my kids will be like, hey, what's a movie from like the 80s or 90s that we should watch? And I suggested that one one time. They were in for five minutes and they're like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever no. seen. They're like, why is this man acting like this? What is wrong with him? Pee Wee Herman doesn't stand the test of time. I loved him. I loved that whole movie. It was was one of my favorites. The suits, the bicycle, Large Marge, the Alamo, the whole thing. Oh my 
Oh, au revoir, Pee-wee. Au revoir. <laughs> au revoir, Simone. <laughs> what a great movie. I know like all the lines to that movie. Uh, okay, coming up next is tickets to see The Little Mermaid. Your passes around 825, and we're also spinning the Oh Wow Wheel. It's Mercedes in the morning. Wow. 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 And now the Oh Wow Wheel. Wow. It is time to spin the Oh Wow Wheel. One of us is going to play a song that makes you say, Oh Wow, we're giving the big wheel a spin. And while that is happening, let's go to Jasmine, our guest vetoer. Good morning, Jasmine. Hi, good morning. Hey, thank you for being a part of the show. You're our guest vetoer. You are going to determine whether the person it lands on gets to play their song. It's slowing down and it's landing on Staff. All right. So we have all new categories this week. Uh, If you decide to veto Steph's song, it will be moving over to JC. Okay. So here we go. Steph, what you got? I, my category is a song that gives off a summer vibe. I went with Bob Marley's Jammin'. Ooh, Jasmine, what are you thinking? Yes on Bob Marley, or do you want to take a chance and veto it and go to JC? Let's play it. All right! Feel on Friday morning. Very summer, summery vibes going there. That's Steph's pick for the Oh Wow Wheel, a song that gives summer vibes. Jam in from Bob Marley. She was not vetoed today. Now, if she had been vetoed, it would have gone over to you, JC. What was your new category and what was your song? My category is a song you love from the 90s. And I love this song when it first came out. And I love the fact that it's getting a resurgence. Thanks to our Vegas Golden Knights. It's no surprise to me. I am my own worst enemy. With Lips, My Own Worst Enemy, came out in 1999. Very nice. Good choices today. Um, I was not in the in the mix today, but my category is, and I think I've used this as a category in the past, but it was a couple years ago, a song that was made famous thanks to TikTok. And I went with a song, which I mentioned briefly on the show, I think earlier this week. Um, the song is called Cupid by 5050. There's a whole dance to it. It's actually like the sped up version that you'll probably hear on TikTok. But I love this song. It's so cute. It's got a great feel to it, too. Yeah. Nice little uppy vibe to it. Those passes for you to check out The Little Mermaid. We have them coming up in just about four minutes. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our contestant, Jacqueline, your caller 20. Go passes to check out the Little Mermaid and be qualified for this beautiful butterfly necklace from Michael Eman and Diamond Jewelers. Your category this morning is yo-yo. National Yo-Yo Day is uh, was this past Tuesday, so these are all different classic toys. Okay. Okay. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner? 
I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Jacqueline, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see The Little Mermaid. You start now. There's a movie coming out about this doll, uh, lots of pink. Yes. This is a thing. There's like a bunch of sides to it, and you shuffle them to make it all the same color on each side. Rubik's Cube? Yes. This was a red thing with two knobs, and you would draw things, and when you wanted to erase it, you'd shake it. Oh, I don't know the name. Pass. Okay, this is um, a guy. He's in Toy Story. He's married to his wife, and you take their eyes out and stick ears in them. And, yes. This is, um. They, they, there were tracks for these, and you'd put these kind of cars on them. Not a uh, monopoly. No, like um, uh, Wait, uh, pass. Yeah, pass. Um, you 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 take the handle and then you twir- you um twirl it and then it it pops out. Pop it. You pops it pops out and scares. Ten you. seconds. Um, it's okay. Um, these they hurt when you step on them. Lego. Yes, these were things that. By one, by two. Oh no, we got hung, we got hung up on Etch a Sketch, Hot Wheels, and Jack in the Box. Oh darn! I'm sorry, Jacqueline. Don't hang up. We're gonna get you. Uh, we're gonna get you a consolation prize for trying. Well, I'm so sorry. I I get bad clues today. I'm so sorry. But that means caller twenty. You get these tickets. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. like that song make sure you're listening next hour the friday rewind is coming up we're going to be playing songs from the 90s the 2000s the 2010s but we need your requests get them in early you can call us or text us at 702-364-9400 i it was at the house yesterday and i go home and i open up the cabinet and i look at the cabinet and something's different like what's different i need to get a glass like something's odd what i can't tell staring at for a second and then i realize the cups that are in the cabinet there's a couple cups that are in there rim down in the cabinet i'm like that's odd so i said to laura you put the cups in upside down and she goes i'm sorry and she goes, but actually, as, as a kid growing up, my mom always put the cups in rim down. I'm like, Which she, is the correct way? No, it's not. That is the correct way to put cups in your cupboard. Rim up. I've been a rim up guy my entire life. Oh, I believe my family. No. I got that from my mom. Rim up. Who probably got it from her so grandmother. you like drinking the dust that has collected <laughs> inside the cup? You like touching whatever dirt and grime is in that cabinet? Do you have dirty, around? grimy cup, uh, cupboards? I keep mine clean. Sorry. When's I'm last... sorry you have bugs in yours. That's disgusting. When's the last time you cleaned out your cupboard? Oh, we clean it out at least yearly. If yearly? not by bi-yearly and if i ever see dust in there which is you know it can be often living in the desert i will just take them all out and do a, a wipe down with the uh the clorox wipes or whatever you you don't put a face up because then stuff gets in there that's gross we have a high rotation of cups and if it is a cup in the top back cabinet you don't get to it rinse it out real quick before you use it but it's such a high rotation that a cup is in there for maybe a few days before it gets taken out and used i've always been rim up this was so intense in our house last night, Mercedes, and I jumped online. Martha Stewart, by the way, and the people that work for Martha Stewart say, rim down is the right way. Okay, so uh, I'm sorry, but I'm going to go with Martha Stewart no! on this one. I see anyone else out there, rim up, Steph. What do you guys, Steph's a rim upper. I am a rim upper. Yeah, I knew Ew, You guys I are knew gross. It. I knew it. I am, and this is honestly just recently, I think in 2020 during the pandemic, we started reorganizing stuff and we switched from rim down to rim up. 
But I also, whichever, regardless of cups in, up, or down, I always rinse my cups before putting in the, anything in there. Oh, yeah, I am so against that. That is just the dust that can collect inside, even with the rinse. Now you're just getting the dust wet, and now you're making it go. You're swirling it around, dumping it out. Well, now it's all swirled around on the inside of your glass. And, uh-uh. and also, too, I mean, I'm, I'm so happy you're a rim upper, but if you have that theory, like what if you have a powder drink or something? And you rinse the glass out and then you dump that little powder and there's it might cake there at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. And you can also see much more when it's a rim upper. When it's a rim downer, you can't really stack well. Like if you have a lot of cups. So I'm a rib upper with you. Really? Yeah, you can stack better when the rims are down. You just stack them right on top of each other like you're playing that cups game where you the stackers, they don't stack it rim up. They stack it rim down because that's how you're supposed to stack your, your glasses. You don't want to get the dust in there. Rim mm. up, it slides in easily. We don't, ha- we, we don't have to stack as of now, but if we were to get more cups, there's a certain, uh, we have these cups we got on Amazon we use, and that cup easily would slide into the other cup. Mercedes, so I'd have, if I need space, I wouldn't rim down it, rim up, up into it. Oh, that's gross. The aesthetic too, rim up, you see everything um, nice and clear mm. and nice and neat. Rim down, it's just like, whoa, what am I in the upside down world of Stranger Things? <laughs> Hello? It, it looks put together. It looks clean. I like, when it's up, it looks like, oh, I just took a drink, let me throw it in there. It looks disorganized <laughs> when you have it rim up. I am so anti-rim up, you'll never change my mind. You open your cabinet, like Steph said, good point, your, your mugs, you know, must have coffee, it's upside down, you can't read it. Like, what does that say? Yeah, rim up all the way. If you can't read something upside down, you have bigger problems. <laughs> what does that say? Turn me upside down. To Let see me it. do a handstand really quick. Well, I took those cups that Laura put in, rim down, and switched them to rip up, uh, rip, rim up, and I'm keeping them that way. Well, yeah, you do you. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, we got the is it the hot threes coming up next. Yeah, hot threes up next. What do you got for us? Okay, a lot of people are going to be traveling this holiday season. Which airports will get you? the longest delays and the most cancellations and is Vegas on this list that's on the way also when it comes to using like LOL and TTYL and all those little acronyms in text which ones do you use specifically for specific things? That is on the way. And we're going to talk about a new study that reveals the artist most likely to make you feel sad, happy, angry, feel love. That's all coming up in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. With the busy summer travel season in full swing, new research ranks the worst airports for summer travel. Um, This travel app called Hopper, they looked at the data from June to August of last year, and they wanted to see which airports had the most travel disruptions. And Chicago's Midway International Airport had nearly half of all flights delayed or canceled, making it the most unpredictable airport in the country. 44% of their flights were delayed or canceled. That's nuts. On the positive side, the busiest airport in the U.S., the Hartsfield-Jackson-Atlanta International Airport, only had 26% 
of its flights disrupted. And the second busiest, Chicago's O'Hare International, only had 25% of their flights disrupted. So the most disrupted are Chicago Midway, Baltimore, Washington uh, International, International, Newark was number three, Dallas Love Field was number four, and New York City's uh, Kennedy uh John F. JFK, that uh, was the fifth most interrupted. Harry Reid International Airport was pretty pretty bad, too. They were number seven on the list. Uh, 32% of the flights in and out of there are disrupted or canceled. We do that BWI airport a lot. When I lived in D.C., that was like my go-to airport as well. And that one's a great airport. I, well, outside of the Southwest colossal cancellation over Christmas time, I've never really had any major issues flying out of that airport. But that one was a major issue. That one makes up for all <laughs> the other non-issues. Oh, uh, my gosh. Major, major issue. Also this morning, uh, we're entering summer, but that doesn't mean there aren't pressing issues that we need to talk about. Like, when you write LOL, do you use capital letters or lowercase letters? It's very important to find this out. There's a poll online about texting shorthands and shorthand, and here's some of the results. So when you when you do what acronym do you use to laugh? What do you type when you're laughing? I do LOL. LOL. Yeah. I also do LOL. Um, 56% of people say LOL. 32% say LMAO. And 12% say they use something else. Um, now, if you're texting it, do you, do you capitalize LOL or you just type it and it comes in? Or is it autocorrect to capitalize LOL on your phone? It depends on how funny it is. If it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's lowercase. But if it is so funny that I am like, oh my gosh, it's not just capital LOL, it's Capital L O L O L O L O L O L. I do a whole bunch of L's. That's what I do. What do you do? I think it autocorrects to all caps on my phone, but I think maybe for the level of excitement, it's exclamation points. LOL. There's like four or five of them. Just one. Depends who the person is. Is it a business connection? And I just want to know. Yeah, it's funny, cute. LOL. But if we're laughing between the three of us among something, it might be a bunch of exclamation points. Okay. What about when you say goodbye? What do you use? Oh, just say uh, goodbye or bye. B-Y-E. Yeah. Oh, we're, okay. We're, we're good. I'd probably say goodbye. Um, Is there a short short one for that? Yeah, there's lots of them. T-T-Y-L. Talk to you later. 19% of people use that. B-R-B. I'll be right back. 11%. Uh, C-Y-A. C-Y-A. 10% of people say that. But most people, 60% say they don't use any of those options. I just, I, I think I put... K by <laughs> the letter K <laughs> uh-huh. and then BYE. Um, what do you use to show excitement? Someone's like, I just got a $50,000 raise. Congratulations. Oh, geez. <laughs> I do. I don't, I don't have a, <laughs> I don't have like a short t- What's a thing that people use? 77% of people say OMG. Um, oh, yeah. But then I would say congratulations, too, at some point. Okay, well, what if they were like, an alien just landed in my backyard? Congratulations. <laughs> that would be an OMG. Get, mine would be, stop texting and get video. Like, this guy didn't get video of these aliens. He, or did he? They said he did. That That it's posted somewhere. We just got to find it if anyone has the link. He's going to have a viewing party for this thing. <laughs> Another 10% of people just say, wow, W-O-W, and just 1% say N-W. Do you know what that means? NW for what? Uh, the excitement. No way. Yes, exactly. Mm. Um, and then finally, which acronym? Well, actually two more. Which acronym do you use the most? Um, 45% of people say they're constantly dropping LOL. 30% say it's usually OMG. And 7% say it's just JK. So finally, do you use capital LOL or lowercase LOL? We t- discussed that. 
81% of people say they use the lowercase lol hmm. on that one. So finally this morning, a language learning company called Preply did this study to find out how artists make their fans feel. And in order to figure that out, they analyzed more than 200,000 posts and comments on Reddit. And here here are some of the winners. So the w- what artist makes you feel happy? You know, Steph played that Bob Marley song last hour, and I felt that I put me in a good mood. So I would say Bob Marley. Bob Marley, that's a good one. The the top three artists that are most likely to make their fans feel happy are Beautiful people, Ed Sheeran. You too. Nice. Those are the three artists that are most likely to make their fans feel happy. As for the uh, fans that are most likely to make the uh, the singers that are most likely to make their fans feel sad, you have Panic, Panic at the Disco. Lincoln Park. And then there was a tie uh, on this one for third. Metallica. Tied with. Nirvana. So I am sad right now. I think we need to liven things up with the Friday Rewind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You got a song you want to hear? You can call us or send us a text message. Our number is 702-364-9400. We'll kick it off after Imagine Dragons. Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning, and it is time for the Friday Rewind Quiz. This is where we take it back to a year, and you try to guess the song played backwards. It's not as easy as it sounds. What year are we doing today? We're going back to the year 2000 and this song spent 32 weeks on the charts back in 2000. By the way, Mercedes, your record overall this year is 19 and 2. Okay. Let me paint the picture. If you're going to go see a movie in June of 2000, Gone in 60 Seconds and Me, Myself, and Irene were the two big movies in the box office. All right. Perfect. All right. Here we go. Here is the song Backwards. Is it? Oh, wait. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'm just going to go with my first guess. Higher by Creed? Is it Higher by Creed? Okay. Woo! I was almost about to change my answer when it slowed down a little bit. I was like, oh, maybe not. But yes, it was right. This song was all over the charts back in 2000. As I said, 32 weeks this song was on the charts. So here it is. It's Creed. It's higher. It's from the year 2000. It's Mix 94.1. It is Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. And uh, Christy, good morning. Yes. 
Hello. How are you? Hey, we're good. You're caller 20. Yes, I'm so excited. This is going to be such a great show. Three headliners. You have Enrique Iglesias, you have Pitbull, and you have Ricky Martin all on one stage. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. We're excited for you, Christy, and you're qualified for that grand prize, which is front row tickets. And uh, actually, J-Love has a pair of tickets for you to win in the 1 o'clock hour. And here is Enrique Iglesias. It is Mix 94.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.